This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Maggie Walsall Fan TV, it's time to cover off the Walsall Fan TV Awards. Yep. Well, we had uh, a lot of votes, um, gave off nearly 2,000 votes. Um, player of the season, Donovan Daniels, he got 51% of the vote. Um, DJ was second. Um, some of the comments on that, without DJ, was being relegated, which uh, is fair enough. But, uh, Donovan Daniels. Definitely contributed to a lot of those clean sheets, didn't they? Definitely. That was good. Um, number two, young player of the season, Hutch gets the vote ahead of Liam Bennett. Yeah, I think um, that was a hard one, definitely. Because I think Liam Bennett, when he was here, solid defensive player, as well as pushing forward and attacking yeah. on that right, right wing. But Hutch, he's got the goals, he's got the assists, and he's just... Well, he's been with us the whole season, so he's offered a lot more. Yeah, he's been up and down through the season, but I think when you look at his stats, we're going to talk about him later on in the video, yeah. um, looking at where the gaps are and um, which players are going to be playing where and that sort of stuff, so we're going to come to that. Um, next one, most disappointing player. You went for Timmy, didn't you, yeah. for this? And Timmy Abrams, he promised so much. But, uh, well, I don't know about that. I don't think he promised anything except for his name. <laughs> People were singing his name before he'd even signed and done anything. He never scored, did he? Yeah. We got that one oh, goal against him. Newport. Yeah. But, um... He didn't do any better against when he played for Oldham. No. Sort of well, the thing is, for the most disappointing player, the highest percent, 38%, Andy Williams. Andy Williams gets but that one, yeah. Andy Williams actually scored for us. And when he played, <laughs> he... Even though it was slow, he did make a slight impact. And the goal well, against Carlisle in the cup. Yeah. Gotta, can't forget that one. And then when we had Timmy playing, he just kind of just ran. He Timmy didn't really do anything. So I think the, I think reason the Andy Williams got the uh, got the award is because we expected so much more from him, and um, it was just he got to that stage in his career when things were tailing off. Um, similar with uh, Peter Clark, really. Yeah, we expected more of him. about Timmy, really. Like, is, he hasn't, it's not exactly an old player with a lot of experience. Well, he's not tailing off, he's never tailed up, has he? <laughs> well, but he's a young player who wants, he needs to get experience, and this could be the place to build it for him. And we, that exciting prospect, like, you've got the two two sides of it, and yeah, Andy Williams, the old 
the older, more experienced head that is coming at the end of it. And then you've got the young, exciting prospect who wants to try and go up and yeah. create something. And so that's Difficult. what it Didn't happen yeah. for either of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, number four was the hotly contested, uh, most impressive loan player. That was obviously between DJ and Liam Bennett. Both did very well. Yeah. Um, had some comments on that saying they want to vote for, vote for both. Um, but I, DJ, DJ yeah. got it 60-40 in the end. In all fairness, I think both. Because in their respective roles, they definitely do the best. I think they, the thing is, the goals change games. And, um, it is but then DJ's at the same goals time, made all the so, difference. So do creating chances and keeping clean sheets. And that's what here's, a, here's an interesting fact. Liam Bennett, he scored that one goal, excellent goal, of course, yeah. um, but no assists. Well, he was we, impressive, we, I'm not taking that away, but he didn't actually he didn't actually get any assists. Well, we can't say he's better than Liam Gordon because he's only just got his two assists and that was the last two games <laughs> of the season. So, you know, but I think even though he didn't get any assists, for the short time that he was with us, he created a lot of chances at least. Yeah, he was, he was definitely a, the, a driving those, force. A driving well, those force balls which get into the box and the exciting exciting player which boosts the entertainment with fans. So. Well, which is what we're, what we're missing. We're missing. Massively lacking. And number five, most disappointing Lowen. Um, that might sound a bit sort of harsh. Um, Matty Stevens got 58% of the vote. The expectation to be replacing DJ and uh, he's just coming back off an injury. So yeah, a little think, bit harsh perhaps. But I think it is a little bit harsh, but then you've got to think, when he did come in, you're like, oh, they had the partnership with yeah, Matt, with Jimmy and, Matt Taylor, yeah. and Taylor Allen with the balls of Forest Green. Sure, that's a great idea. Minus the injury which he had, it looked very promising. Like, is a, is a small prolific player like DJ? Yeah. It looked like the perfect fit, but <coughs> obviously didn't fit into DJ's role, especially after an ACL injury as well. So. Yeah, he, he was just nowhere near fit enough. Um, they were saying he was ahead of Connor Wilkinson and that sort of stuff, but definitely hadn't got his mojo. Yeah. And I think if we can point to one situation was him coming in as a replacement for DJ and not getting the goals ultimately proved the failure of the season and um, the end of Michael Flynn um, number six most annoying Mike Flynn trait um, oh, there's too many I'll put some of these down there's too many and uh, add some comments on this saying uh, they're all so frustrating uh, poor use of subs too defensive um, second place was the uh, the Comseller partnership, Kinsella and Comley playing together. That, that was so frustrating. Yeah. But 37% of the vote, 240 votes, hoofball. We just don't want to see it at Walsall. Yeah. The occasional pump up top is fair enough. Just but, clear the ball, yeah, get but, it out. But not mind. as the main stay of the game. It was just... Uh, very boring football. <laughs> very boring football. Right then, we're going to get on to um, some seven. interesting details on the players in a second. Um, number seven, goal of the season. Um, DJ Cup goal at Stockport. That got 55% of the vote. Yeah. Um, Hutch, Hutch are down to Hartlepool, first match of the season. Was an excellent start. And then uh, Brodie's added the Bennett goal. Um, I also had the Gordon's goal as well. So um, they were good. Not enough of them, that's the thing. Um, number eight was the easiest one of all, even though he'd only got 52% of the vote. 
DJ going back to Mansfield. Yeah. Obviously, that was the worst moment. Um, finishing lower still was sort of second in the betting for that one. In the betting? In the uh, poll for that. There we go. Um, number nine, worst goals conceded. Um, there were a lot of these. Um, f- go- after bleeding, losing those two goals against Grimsby at home, start of the season. Um, the Stevenage equaliser after Walsall had made such a great start to the season. Um, in the heat, uh, Walsall not holding on, not making any subs, yeah. sort of laid the tail of the tape. Of course, the Grimsby match was the next match and we had the same again, but we ultimately lost that one. Um, Jamil Matt Enthusiast is mentioning Tranmere at home. That was a similar game. Um, Jack mentions uh, the Leicester game because, of course, we did run them quite close. And uh, it was a lucky deflection that uh, ultimately gave him the lead. I think the only thing about that Leicester game was that it was... Well, you know, I was going to say, all right, because they're in Premier League and they're a, a great team, but really, they're not. They're actually rubbish. <laughs> because, like, we were... We, except for that goal, we kind of battered him. Madison, useless. But. Uh, right then. Uh, so, the winner of that was uh, wholeheartedly Hartlepool. 62% of the vote. That... Uh, Capitulation, um, absolutely awful. Right then, number ten w- was um, your favourite Warsaw fan TV moment of the season. Yes. So, were uh, any nominations for that? Just put that in the comments. Nominations for that? Yeah. Where should they put the nominations, Stephen? Well, I think nominations should go into the comment section of this video. And then once we have all the nominations up and the most popular ones, we'll put them into an Instagram stories for a poll. And off that, we'll get our results. Okay, that's it. We'll do that. Right then, next, we're on to... um, There's four areas I want to talk about. Um, Oshie McKenty um, playing in the central midfield last few games of the season was a massive inspirational move. Yeah. Um, is he going to stay there or is he going to go back into centre half well I think what do you think then? I think he should stay there because he's offering that height midfield which we've definitely been missing out on ready to pop the question the jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, that's physicality, he's got, yeah. Yeah, and he's, well, he's got the defensive mindset as well. So that physicality and the defensive, defensive mindset, as well as having the height. Win more balls in the middle and obviously push forward and not leave it down to Donovan Daniels and the whoever, <laughs> yeah. to uh, try and stop 
He definitely showed a lot of quality, and, and that drive from midfield. Yeah, I mean, he was getting so phys far forward, physical presence from yeah. midfield. I think he's still got a lot to learn. Of but course, but he's I definitely think he definitely progressed a lot during that. Okay, um, next one, Riley. We're kind of answering this already, really. Should Riley stay at right back, or should we let him come into his preferred role in centre midfield? Well, I think it depends on formation you play. Yeah, if we play. 4-4-2 but for Diamond 4-4-2 so yeah. Hutch Cam Comley and Riley there's two centre mids and yeah. then McKenzie is the CDM yeah. I think that'll work Yeah. but then again he hasn't got the height he hasn't got the height for the midfield but then if he's that player is going to chase around the board just like Comley and McKenzie it, I think it would work. I think he's a good defensive player, Riley, and uh, yes. playing at right back. He hasn't had many people go past him. No, so but at the same time, I think he could be good going forward. We haven't seen that much this season, obviously, yeah. because of his injuries. But and he's not fully fit yet, so I suppose why he was not fully fit right back was probably the right place for him. Yeah, bit more fitness, um, maybe moving into midfield will be a better position for him. I think it can be. We'll have to see what happens pre-season. Okay, next player I want to talk about is uh, Isaac Hutchinson, the Hutch. Indeed. Seven goals, six assists. If you look around the division, there's not many players, or I don't think there's hardly any players, that have got that kind of return. That seven goals, six assists, that's phenomenal, really. His, um, can Hutch um, lead us into a top seven finish next season? Is he the player in that role as Cam that can lead us there? I don't think he can lead us there by himself. I think if we have a good strike up front and another ball-playing midfielder, maybe if we put Riley in midfield, I think then it's definitely possible. Seven goals, seven, six assists, 13 gold, was it? Goal oh, yeah. creations, yeah. creations in a season. It's quite good, especially in League 2. I mean, if he wasn't tied down on contract, I would definitely take him up. For yeah. A club. Well, he's a, he's had an extended deal on his contract, so uh, he's with us for the long time. Yeah. Um, unless somebody comes in with silly money, but now we've got Travella. Um, people shouldn't be people yeah. shouldn't be uh, taking our players off on the cheap anymore. If you wanted a promotion-winning team, would you have Hutch as your cap? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right then, next one. Uh, this is a contentious one again. Um, Jamil Mack playing up front alongside okay. is Oppo from Forest Green, Matt Stevens, fully fit, or DJ? Who would you pick? Well, it is quite tough. And I know from so many fans out there, they know it's DJ all the way. <laughs> but if you think what they did for Forest Green in League Two, yeah. and then they're about both fully fit it makes sense to bring Stevens in but then at the same time DJ has scored a lot of goals for us and he's sort of the same type of player just a bit older when so it's one of those really it's, it's we quite tough but we, we discussed recently with uh, how Orient did it and yeah. we were talking to Barber's now best and uh, they were talking about DJ saying all the time he was at Leighton Orient, it was always great before Christmas and then tailed off after. So maybe Walsall got the best of him. Well, I think 
Even in that case, if it's the best before Christmas, playing for Christmas, and then you bring in another player. <laughs> Matt Stevens for the second Matt half. Matt Stevens yeah. for the second half? Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. That seems a bit familiar. No. Yeah, we did that. He did work. <laughs> yeah, well, what I mean... Because he wasn't fit. That well, yeah, but what I mean about that is, because, as we're just going to have to mention, we need two backup strikers as well as a main striker. So if yeah. we were to bring in DJ as a main striker, and then he happened to flop over after Christmas... Then we have a young striker. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's been scoring a lot of goals. To then bring in, and then boom, and it's a, it's not a massive loss really. I think uh, we move on to formations for next season and where the gaps are. I think it's trusty four four two. Um, Stephen loves four four two. Four four two. If we went four four two right now, we'd almost certainly have Riley at right back. Yeah. With uh, Joe Folks, if he signs uh, as backup. Donovan Daniels and uh, McKenty, perhaps. Perhaps. And then Gordon left back. And then Alan. Gordon left, left back with uh, Allen, potentially, if he signs. Yeah. If he signs. But if McKenty's moving further forward, uh, we need an experienced centre half alongside Daniels, don't we? But either way, we need a backup. Um, we'll also need a backup for Owen Evans in goal. Um, so in midfield, in a 4-4-2, we can have uh, Comley with Earring when he's fit, coming back in there, and Hutch with Ram as backup. Um, but how would that work if McKenty played in there? Well, we just have, well, uh, like we said before, it'd have to switch around for a diamond 4-4-2. So you'd have the one CDM. Uh, I've got you, yeah, and pull one striker back. It, no. So you have the four four two, but it'd be four defenders, four in a diamond. So four one three. So you'd have the uh, CDM here, which yeah. would be uh, McKenty, and then you have Riley and Comley a bit further forward, and then you have Hutch up there. So you got that watching the, diamond watching the camera. Yeah. yeah, and then you'd okay. have your two strikers up. So. But if we went for a standard four four two, you need if two wide standard, men. Yeah, if it's standard four four two, you'd have to have the two wide men, which means that we need a left winger. Or a left midfielder, which could be Hutch, but yeah, probably not as desirable. He's probably that's probably not his best position, is it? Probably no. And uh, Knowles, Tommy Knowles, right wing, I think that suit him. Yeah, that'd work because well, as we saw from right wing back, a lot he gets a lot of time on the ball and does a lot with it. So I think right wing would be right wing works yeah. best for him. I think, um, as you say, need a left winger. Need a left winger and um, a left wing cover. So. Up front, we're very clearly short of strikers. Yeah. With uh, Jamil Matt, really, the only striker we've got. Um, looking at the players we released, um, three midfielders, three defenders, three strikers. So, And we were short on strikers all season, really. So I think we'll need at least three strikers coming in. Three wingers, that's cover for Knowles, and then a left winger and cover for left winger. Um, Centre half... If uh, McKenty's going to go into the middle, um, the keeper, of course, and then if Alan or Folks don't sign, then we need backup for the yeah. fullbacks. If we went four-three-three, maybe that would work better with Riley, wouldn't he? As a box-to-box, yeah, because he can get would, forward yeah. then. Um, have somebody like Comley or McKenty behind him. I think well, you could have McKenty behind him, but then if McKenty does drop into that. Back four, or yeah. back three, whatever happens. Riley Hutch as the two forward ones, and then Comley as the CDM yeah. still works. So. See, for and then, well, let's not forget about Earring as well. I mean, Earring, Earring when he comes back 
he's uh, back fit, if he gets back fit, he yeah. could be similar to uh, Rory Holden, couldn't he? And not only really get back. Uh, Rory Holden obviously went to Port Vale. Well, he's been released, so that didn't end well for him. No, but uh, no. as as we predicted, um, he was never going to be playing a full season anyway. Yeah. So I think it's the right decision for Warsaw to let him go, even though at the time people weren't sure about that. Um, so the rumour mill will no doubt start very soon. Yeah. Um, we've already got the rumours that Troy Deeney is going to be coming in as player Matt, coach, player coach. Yeah, and Matt Sadler's mm-hmm. player coach. Yeah, that's good. If he's just attacking coach, that would be good. But maybe as Matt Sadler's assistant. Not sure whether I like that too much, to be honest. What, as an assistant? Yeah, I think he needs somebody with a bit more nouse, really, a bit more experience. Well, you can always have... Well, maybe if he doesn't come in as just an assistant manager and just comes as a striker coach, that still works. Yeah, and I think that, that would work. That would work. Beneficial and a lot better for us. And I think if we've got somebody like Troy Deeney um, up front... Yeah, and well, right now he's playing for Blues, so he's not that far away. Yeah, yeah. As well, well, and he can still play if he plays uh, player coach. So yeah, so it could be, could be a very useful addition, and yeah. uh, maybe help the strikers development of strikers. Yeah. Well then, I think we'll leave it there. Thanks for watching Wolves Fan TV. The Join the Pain podcast is now live, so uh, have a look on Spotify and uh, your podcast channels, and uh, subscribe to that. Join in. Yeah. Wolves Fan TV. The Join the Pain. Thanks for watching. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.